The Rooted in Love Show. Life spoken from the roots of those who adapt to reach the sunlight. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. We stay rooted. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. by Mario, Gerald, and Emmett Robinson. All right, welcome back to the Rooted in Love show. Co-hosting with my brothers Mario and Anthony, and we got our special guest, Sir Tosh Hirschberg. And Hirsch. I think I did that. Mixing all up. Yeah. And we just get back um, talking into making it up to high school and father passing, and we're just trying to navigate. Yeah, we just remember high school father story. It yeah. was uh, you said it was around ninth grade town, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. December seventeenth. And I, I'm sitting here just, I was, I'm really just. Uh, yeah, just feeling how tough it is. Like I'm feeling bad for you. Like, like I just trying to offer you a hug or something. Like, what, what was so, happening? Things already. What rough. was happening during that time? Like, like so, father passed, or or what led up to that? Let's talk about that. Like, he had we, cancer. He had cancer. He had okay. cancer. He lived for, I want to say about six years with one lung. Oh wow! Right. He had one lung emergency removal. Um, he had three different types of cancer, and they were trying to tie it to the Agent Orange of Vietnam, mm-hmm. but they never got to that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm still actually battling that right say, now so from my still, mom. So he never really got any, like... Um, she never got any. But what, they did give him 100% VA, but it was non-service connected. Oh, wow. And a lot of the That's civilians are not going to understand uh, that. Yeah, so, right there. Yeah, so now going back and trying to... We, they didn't even have me, my sister, my mom... Cut back. My daddy had nine kids. Whoa. Didn't know that. Yeah, I met, of course, I grew up in Tavia. Right. But I met two of the olders right before he passed away. My mom had actually found them and got them to come to Georgia right before he passed away. Hmm. Man, wow. that's, yeah, that's a lot right there. Yeah. And so were you still living at home during that time? Whoa. I just came back. So. Came back. Yeah. <laughs> Where you go? Where you go? So at one point, around thirteen, my stepfather mm-hmm. told my mother she had to choose between me and him, so to speak. They didn't really go down that way, but you know how. Right. That's the movie stuff. So it got to a point of um, at one point before that even went down, I had actually went snuck out the house. Went and slept in our treehouse, like in the woods, with an alarm clock, just to see if anybody noticed if I was gone oh, man. in the house. It was like I was and did anybody notice? I don't know what the hell I was thinking. So the next morning on purpose, when I came back in to get ready for school, I had left the robe up under my stepfather's bedroom window by his work truck. Right. So when he comes in, he snatches it up and he comes inside. Oh, you know, who left this outside? And my mom was like, shit, I don't know, you know, because my mama didn't know. Right. You know, um, she's a very strong woman, but that man had power over her and I never understood it. And y'all know, you know, we don't know. We don't know what our parents have been through. Yeah, you really don't. Until later when we actually have those talks. Mm -hmm. But back then it was, you do what I say. Right. You shut the hell up. You know, right. yeah, that's no explanation. Don't worry about this black guy. Don't worry about this. You know, don't worry about none of this. You just right. make sure you're good. 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how my loops was. You know, make sure you're good. Now, I seen this woman walk all the way to Marietta or Mayweather. Walk? Walk to work. Oh, God. Mm. I seen strong my mama. Right. Like, my mama had the strong, you know what I mean? She's right. coal miner's daughter from West Virginia. Like, she had that work ethic in her, but it was just yeah. a bad household. Right. You know what right. I mean? And she didn't know, you know, back then women didn't have domestic violence shelters to go to, yeah. especially right the news and stuff. And then plus my little brother Justin mm-hmm. and then my older, whatever you want to call him, right. the other child, um, she didn't want to leave him. She raised him. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? So she didn't want to so leave him. So she felt like she would be abandoning. So she kept coming back. Kept coming back. Right. And I just never understood. And but you were like, you're not coming back. Oh, that was pretty yeah. much it. Like, yeah. <laughs> put me out. You right, know what I'm yeah. saying? So I did. I, I ended up leaving. But at that point, I came to the well. Mackenzie's mom ended up getting me. Okay. For a while. Um. Mm-hmm. But my mom, when she came back, she was like, "I want my family back together." So she came and took me back from Mackenzie's mom. Oh wow! I didn't have a choice. I was about to say you said yeah. took, yes. took, took you back. Okay, because I was a minor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't. It was only a temporary guardianship. the The full papers hadn't been fully completed. Okay, you know what I mean. But that was still so minor was. to me. But how, so how, how does it feel to go back into an environment that you know it's is harmful for, for you? Yeah. Not not let alone your mom. Like you know this bad. Like do you? I mean, I can't even imagine what it feels like. Yeah, so this was, well, that was 13 when all that went down. Right. You know what I mean? So after that, I came back. I didn't even last maybe a week. I used to sneak in Vita's window and go to sleep. Really? In her window. In her bedroom window. She would let me go. To, that's when I, you know, Mill Road. That's when I was with Mill yeah. Road. Me and, you know, Melissa and Boo right. guy. That's when I started so, really intertwining. And Boo's mama used walking to. Walking over to our neighborhood. Yeah, that's what we know. But, you know, and Auntie Ellen took me in. Mm-hmm. Like, there was so many people that was, no. come on, baby. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I didn't, I was just like, she's part time. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't know no better. But I knew what I didn't want to do when I got older. Right. You know what I mean? So it was, it was hard, but we all had each other. That's right. that key. Yeah. That was one yeah, thing. That's how we all grew up over there. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. outside, every, everything on that side, it was, we all had parents, but we didn't have guidance. Right. It's a different. You know what I'm saying? You brought us into this world, but I don't think you really knew how to raise us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We grew up around that. We was a part of it, but we grew up around it. You do as I say, handle right. your business, and don't worry about what grown folks doing. Y'all know that's how it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but and but we all survived. We all made it. It wasn't no. We weren't worried about the 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 Gucci bags or the Fubu's and the. <laughs> yeah, we weren't worried about a pack of white tees and some Dickies, baby, and you was yeah, good. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, it was a simple thing back then. So about fifteen, um, I ended up actually walking from South Atlanta Road to Booth Road one that's, night. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm about to say you put steps. In. <laughs> I did. Real I fun. had to because I wanted to go back to school. I wanted to try something different. I didn't want to be the street kid no more. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that's what I felt like. What grade like, were you in back then? Like, was that ninth? That was ninth grade. Ninth grade? Mm-hmm. That was ninth grade. Supposed to be. Um, <laughs> right. A couple months before, you know. Right. Um, but when I turned 15, I was actually, I mean, I, mean, I was all over the place. 
You know what I'm saying? And there's right. so many people I can I can give my gratitude to. It sounds like it sounds like you. People it took a, it took a real it took a village. It took a true village. Yeah. It took a you true. Say that all the time, but you like a living example of what. Yeah. A village that comes together can do. But see, because a lot of other parents, oh, don't hang around Tasha. You ain't laying right. around Tasha. She bad. She bad. Right. No, I'm over here surviving. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Y'all don't know what I'm protecting your child because you beating your child for dating a black man. What did you talking about? Right. You know? I like that. So it was it was it was a lot going on in such a small amount of time. And then where I was at, it wasn't funny. Right. So I went okay. to payphone. Y'all know y'all know nothing about that. Payphone. <laughs> <laughs> went to payphone and I called my mother collect. And I told her I was ready to come home and deal with whatever as long as I can get back in school. Dang. She said, That's find tough. a way. I did. I really? walked. And I ended mm-hmm. up walking to my Uncle Monk's house, which is actually Mackenzie's uncle. Right. I walked to my Uncle Monk's apartment on Booth Road from Atlanta Road. To run away from the situation that I was in. I couldn't walk no more. I ended up falling out in front of his apartment door. Wow. And Saint, Saint Mackenzie's mama actually mm-hmm. came and got me and took me home. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what you that's right there. But that's really serious. Yeah, problem. you wanted to change. But my stepfather didn't know I was coming. Oh, so he didn't get the memo. Oh, yeah. That's another. That's I say, Exactly. <laughs> so when he came downstairs and found out I was there, he wasn't happy. He didn't beat on me nothing that night. You know what I mean? Right. But he wasn't happy. I thought he was gonna beat on my mama. So it was like, hey, don't even worry about it. So when I went to school the next day, mm-hmm. I went to the counselor's office. I called mm-hmm. defects on myself. Wow, that's crazy. Show sure did. I talked to Auntie Ellen in the hallway. to the Rooted in Love show for weekly updates and free giveaways. I talked to Auntie Ellen in the hallway because she worked mm-hmm. at the school. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. school. And she told me to go to the counselor's office. I didn't know nothing about no high school counselor and none of that. Right. Nah. Walked in there and uh, called defects and they tried to say something and I was like, y'all ain't worth shit. I, that's all I remember. I think I blacked out on them. Really? It was like, because they weren't trying to Get do nothing. You know? Like, I'm yeah. telling you Right. This is not a good situation for any child to be in, and you telling me you gonna leave me? F you. Over the phone. Police came to the school, did they not? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't know all that backstory on that. I just looked up police and said, I'm to like, the school, whoa, me what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and what the police take? To the foster care. Oh man. So it escalated pretty quickly. Yeah. Just just from you trying to get some help. Yeah. Because they didn't believe in that back So how long were you in the foster system? I was only mom. there. So let me tell you how slick. And my mama probably going to choke me on this one. Let me tell you how slick my mama is. Court date came around. My foster father lied and tried to tell them that I skipped school to go smoke weed or do something else or whatever. Right. I actually skipped school to go see my father. Because I knew that nobody else would be home. Okay. But this foster man started reminding me of my stepfather a little bit. Oh, he no. was a manipulator, you know. You only wanted these kids for the for the money, probably. The right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hear so much about foster yeah, parents. I, yeah. I wasn't there long Thank enough to really, so I can't, but right. I see it, you know. Right. And he was lying on me. So he about went off the back. 
porch that evening. <laughs> but I was able to control myself, you know, but you just not gonna pump me. You're not gonna right. lie on me, you know, none of that. But it, it came to a point of when the judge said, Do you wanna go home or do you mm-hmm. wanna stay in foster care? I wanted to go to McKenzie's. You know, right. like come get me. Well, you know like, what I'm saying? Like home for you. Really? It was. That was that was either there or Jewel or you know right. anywhere but where I was at. You know, but I can deal with it as long as my mother's safe. I was always worried about my mama. That's my mama. Right. You know, and I'm the youngest. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it is what it is type moment, but then she wheelchaired my daddy into the courtroom. Hmm. He was on his last days. Wow. And he could, you could see him trying to hold on. And when she wheelchaired that man in that room, I'm going home. And I did. I got to spend the last two weeks with him. Oh, that's Before it passed away. Yeah, that's good. That that sounds like it was meant to be. It sounds it was. like it, it. And I don't regret it at yeah. all. I don't regret. I was able to see my daddy before he passed away. Right. Yeah. But then after that, about eight months later, I ended up in the juvenile system anyway. Wow. What did you did you go to school between them? You go ever go back to school? The school allowed me to go to Ohio with my older sister for about thirty days. Okay. To get my mind right. It was around midterm mm-hmm. time frame Christmas anyway. So mm-hmm. um and then when I came back, we did our testing or whatnot or whatever. I don't even remember. I didn't yeah. I was too busy trying to, to live. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know what my there. grades was in high school. Yeah, so. Glad to get through that. We were like that, you know. Just Hell, I might have still been in third grade with my GPA. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, how many years of high school did you did you graduate high school? That's the, I did not graduate high school. What was the last year of high school you did? Was it ninth grade? grade? Oh, it ninth grade. Oh, that so that was one it. year. Yeah, that was all one year. Woo. I don't remember just well, seeing it. Yeah, you did. I'm saying, yeah. I was like, I'm trying to figure out. Like man, how do we get through all this? Because I'm thinking, okay, we have ten eleven. Like this is really it. When like, they graduate, when my class graduated, ninety eight class graduated, I was already in college. Yeah, well, I remember that because once we start hearing about, it, oh y'all, you know, she already getting college degrees. So how long are you in uh, juvenile? Uh, already go like four years. Four years for one year. One year. Okay. And when did you go for? If I may ask. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, but I did a weapon back. You jumped on somebody? I did not jump on nobody. No. I actually utilized their own weapon that they brought with them and I gave it back. Gave it back. Okay. You gave it back. You used it on them? Is that what you're trying to say? I just gave it back. She said you gave it back. Just gave it back. No, but yeah, I mean, it did. It was an incident that occurred. So basically, once again, you didn't. You don't feel like you started something. I did not start it. I did not start it. I did not start My friend... Which all y'all know, but I'm not gonna implicate nobody. <laughs> right, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to fight the girl, and I rode with him because it's Tasha. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm down for whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, you know, let's go make this happen. But I'm already on probation for fighting this girl before, so I'm gonna stand fifty feet. Like they said I had to, because <laughs> right. I only got like a month left on probation. But I'm gonna right. watch. From afar. Right. That was the whole game plan. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So then when we got there, we went and picked up somebody else or whatever. But when we got there, um, it escalated. 
And they got into the altercation. The girl's boyfriend ended up jumping in and oh, no. she tried to pull out something. And then I got involved from behind to grab it and end up swinging and hit her and then picked up, you know, got my friend. So I got to go let my mama know I'm going to jail. There you go. Because they had like to rush old girl, you know, to the hospital. She lived. Good. You know what I'm saying? So, which is the best part. Yeah, that's and true. She did live. Um, and she, it shouldn't have gotten to that point, period. Right. It okay. shouldn't have. Do I regret anything? No. Right. But at the same time, the whole situation should have never happened. I can, I can feel And I'm right. glad that she's still alive to this day. Right. Yeah. That I can't say. You know what I'm saying? But it still sounds like a, a lot of this stuff you was just trying to figure out how to survive. Like and it, I wasn't survive. Like, I am. I'm almost just figuring that out on your own. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's pretty like, much man, my time. Like, but it, it, at the same time, that with, even with that incident, it was one of the people I took up under my wing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when the first altercation started occurring, it was more of a principal thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but when it boiled down to between them two, I ain't had no business with that. That wasn't my business. Right. But I was going to watch, you know, but it, but when we pulled up, she had already had the weapon showing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my homegirl was like, hey, you know, and I was like, you know, she tries to use it, I'm going to take it from her. Right. But all the extra was not, it was not planned to actually. Almost yeah. murder somebody that day, yeah. but it's never that plain. Yeah, I, know, I, say, I don't think yeah. it ever is. But that's it was we, a reaction. We talk about it, we tell people about this a lot. Like this is a great example of how one decision. Yeah, it was. It change. was a very bad decision. Yeah. I should have never inserted because I'm the only one that got locked up in that whole scenario. Really, I'm the only one yeah, that got locked up in that whole scenario. Right? It wasn't even about you. It had nothing to do with me that day. Not that day. It had nothing to do with me. Right. But I'm I'm a protector. But see, I should tell my kids the same thing about that. Like, you got to pick and choose your battles. Yeah. And I should have never inserted myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we talked about that before we taped it, how yeah. our nature is to help. Is to it's help. Just, Where we just we we put ourselves protected. in the spotlight. Yeah, to, to help and, and we often do it. Yeah, to our own peril. Like we, yeah. we sometimes you you, put, you have so little regard for yourself in those moments. Yes, that it's all about. I but see, my my thinking was my friend is about to get hurt. Yeah, right. Looking out because they had this, you know, this thing. My friend is going to end up getting hurt, and that ain't going to happen on my watch. Right. You know, so when I ran up and grabbed the the other person that was involved mm-hmm. had turned around and when he pushed yeah, um, what it is after that so all this you, know you do you do a, a year and it's just I did a year I got my GD and when you get out is that when you go into the army like directly after or yeah. there's some living between that I had actually my my counselor when I was um incarcerated in boot camp YDC mm-hmm. boot camp or whatever they kept telling me just get your GD and I was like the hell is that you right. know, but they was like, you 16, handle that. I didn't practice or nothing. They just took us in our orange jumpsuit and our little shackles and put us right. on a little van and we went to contest. Really? You didn't study? She was smart, that? though. She's always been smart. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm telling you, you passed the GED with no studying. Yeah, I did. You didn't, you skipped past 10th. 11th and 12th grade and passed the GED? Yeah. The smart kid going through some stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. I've seen a couple now, of But that. now, you know what? All, sense, everything you're going to do now is connecting now. It like we keep going through and getting the masters and keep like like. I actually have three degrees now. But it makes it's sense now. Like I didn't yeah. before. I'm just saying like this girl working on something. Like what's she doing? But no, no, no. You've always been this person. No, 
You, you, you. No, I did not like school. Like, what is it? No, don't get it twisted. I'm saying you natural at it. I'm a writer. You I'm a writer. I can write. You passed your GED with, from the ninth grade. Oh, oh, it's a GED. It's a ninth grade test. Look, my dad took the GED. Took it. We had it. Right. Woo, 43, I think. Man, like that. that was yeah. a struggle. I, that was yeah. a struggle. The math part alone. I just went in there. Look, my daddy always taught me, if you don't know, guess see. Right, you, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. and don't ever second guess yourself. We talk about it all the time. A lot, of, even in college, what we learned a lot of tests. Some people it's are not just about bad how smart you are. Takers. It's about how strategic. And you a teacher? Strategy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tests is about strategy. How well do you think on your feet? Yeah, you know how do you? How well do you? Look, honey, I don't like to read so bad. I skim questions. I look at the answers. Right, and then I'll go to the question. Yeah, a lot of times you can figure it out. Right, I can't read the question and then go to the answer. Uh, you agree? That's test. logic. Yeah, that's that's test taking logic. updates and free giveaways.